Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. This is Amish Baby Machine. All I'm saying is you can never look cool on a pontoon boat. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast, starring me, Dags. The Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast is a powerful American pop culture podcast. And now, across the virtual oaken desk, is Johnny Rage. I disagree with your comment about never looking cool on, on a pontoon boat. What if you're on a pontoon boat? wearing zubas that would be wow that would make wow. you pretty cool wouldn't it mind blown funny story or not even a funny story Dags, but you bring up a pontoon boat here in the local uh story uh news room we had a story of a and i said story three times to tell you a story yes a pontoon boat actually falls over a dam can you imagine a 50-foot dam one minute? They're probably a little rebel-rousing, I would imagine. One minute, you're maybe fishing, having a beer, and the next second, you slide 50 feet over the dam. Knowing the dam is there, how does that happen? Do you think they felt cool? I think not. Do you know what they said when they went over? Damn, <laughs> damn, damn. <laughs> See, you're getting, we're getting psychically uh, linked now. No, come on. Don't lower yourself to my level. I'm I hope sorry. not. <laughs> I know you really have dumbed down this show. Uh, Hello, friends, what, and welcome. I, well, I want to hold on. I want to welcome the friends. Welcome, the flock of Amish. By all means. You know, we did, uh, speaking of friends, we did a Twitter poll, Johnny Rage. I know well. Tell the kids what the poll was, and I will give you the powerful results. Well, last week, uh, last couple of weeks, actually, we uh, kind of talked about food. We did food tests on the incredible uh, um, Impossible Burger at uh, Burger King. And then that led to us talking about White Castle again. And then the next uh, area of discussion was comparing Taco Bell, my favorite, to your favorite, Taco John's. We couldn't come up with an agreement on which we thought was, we both differed in our viewpoint. So I said, Dags. Take it to people much smarter than us. Ask the flock through a Twitter poll what they enjoy more, Taco Bell versus Taco John's. And I can't wait for the results here. Now, before I give you the results, the best way to interact with us is on Twitter. And our powerful Twitter handle is at Amish B Machine, because that's where we be at. Twitter. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Make sure you like our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram, subscribe to our powerful YouTube channel, and I want to talk about merch. Talk about powerful. I have a powerful new video out oh, that's showcasing good. our powerful t-shirts, soon to be hoodies because it is getting cold, kids. So check out our merch, AmishBabyMachine.com. 
It's wonderful. Now, have we turned have we turned into a big infomercial? And if you order your your podcast shirt within the next five minutes, we'll not only give you a podcast shirt number two, but a two week vacation with Johnny Rage. Can we offer something like that? Well, here's the thing: we have a powerful podcast, correct? I don't even know. I, what's the next step for powerful? We may have to change that. What's the next adjective? No, it's powerful. That's okay. that's it. I, that's the ultimate. The penultimate is okay. powerful. We are powerful. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you want to have that power twenty four seven, correct? Correct. Yep. You want to feel that power. So the best way is to get one of our t shirts and then maybe spray the cologne. What do you? What kind of cologne do you wear? I wear Axe. I uh, I roll with the Axe. The body spray now. That's kind of the new thing. This ain't your mom. This ain't your daddy's cologne. You know. So put on Axe body spray. Uh-huh. Drink an energy drink. Uh-huh. Wear one of our powerful t-shirts. And there you go. Would it be like when they had that t-shirt on underneath a shirt, they could like open their button down shirt like Superman does and, and just release the power. Yes. What, wouldn't that be cool? Just that's what you should have in your, in your, uh, commercial i saw that very well done commercial bags the people that stood up and and came together for you to create that wonderful um but i want to see that i want to see a button down collared shirt where the guy unbuttons or it doesn't even unbutton just pulls it open and there's amish baby machine just like superman the unleashing powerful unleashing of the amish baby machine powerful t-shirt merch amishbabymachine.com now let's get to the twitter poll Yes, please. I, I want to just tell the flock quickly where I came in. I'm a huge fan of Taco John. I, I like Taco Bell and I like Taco jo- John's, but which one, if I have my choice in the matter, would I go even further to get to? Taco John's by far to me is much better food. Well, it has your name in it too. That, that, yeah, that has a little bit to do with it. Taco Johnny Rage. but. That, you know, they've also got, everybody's got to go to the John. I don't get excited about hearing people talk about toilets. So my name doesn't always mean that I'm all for it. And your love life. You are a John on the street. Well, why do we get picked? Why do we get picked on the Johns of America? We should stand together and say, we're not going to take this anymore. Yeah, that's right. You're a toilet. I'm a toilet. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a suspect in a, in a prostitution ring. Um, I'm a taco. Uh, I'm just really a lover, though. Just John, you know. That's that's really what I am. So I don't I don't need this in life. I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm offended. Thanks. I'm offended. I'm gonna stop using the word John for the uh, prostitution ring in the in the toilet. So so you're offended. Does does the name John trigger you now? It's going to. Now that I think about it even more. It's an unfair portrayal of upstanding citizens like myself. When you say, oh, that's just John. Well, nobody takes me serious now. I've, I can't figure out why. When I'm being, you know, named after the, the instances I just pointed out, why would you take me serious? So. I don't think anyone really does take you serious. Why would you? Why would you? Exactly. Why would you? I've been reduced to a toilet and a prostitution ring. So I've had enough. I'm offended. I can usually, I love using that word offended, you know, 
It's just the world's the I'm world stops. Offended. You're offended by you saying that you're offended. But I mean, that word offended is nowadays people like stop and. <gasps> I mean, it's almost worse than if somebody was pointing a gun at you, but they're offended. Wait a minute. We have to take this way more serious. They're offended, offended. Powerful Twitter poll. Taco yes. John. Do you like versus or V better? They say Taco John versus Taco Bell or Taco John V. No, versus kind of is more manly and it really, you, you see two people exchanging blows versus that's what it is. It's not V. It's verses. Give me verses. And we know you exchange blows. Okay, let's go to the Twitter poll. Taco John versus Taco Bell. Predictions. What is the score? I am going to weigh in on this fact, and I'm going to say because most people are generic in their uh, Mexican habits, I'm going to say Taco Bell wins this one by a score of 64-36. Powerfully close. Taco Bell, 65. Taco John, 35. Wow. What a guess for a guy named John, huh? Yeah, it doesn't shock me. I think probably number one, there's probably way more Taco Bells. I mean, they're nationwide. And we said that Taco John's is only in 26 states. So that would that would uh, explain why the difference would be, I think. Because if when you go food per food item. I don't even think it's close, but that's just John talking. I enjoyed Arby's for lunch today. What'd you have at Arby's? Yes. The two for a euro. I love that. Two euros for six bucks. No, I didn't do the gyros today. I did one half pound French dip for the large four potato cakes. Wow. A large Coca-Cola. Wow. That's a tall order, Dags. Powerful. Now, let me answer this question. Arby's isn't what you would normally think of when you're hungry. I mean, Arby's is kind of the place you go to. You make a special trip. It's kind of fancy. Now, when you determine where you're going to eat, are you a byproduct of you just happened to drive by Arby's and it sounded good? Or did you make that special trip passing four McDonald's, two Burger Kings, and a Taco Bell to get to your Arby's? Can I tell you what it was? What? I had an appointment to look at a vehicle today. Okay. And now because of the age of the robots, there's no more human interaction. It's all auto emails. Okay. So you had to go through this automated email system and it says, I said, at this time, I want to go meet and look at the car, right? Okay. So I click that and then you get the auto response. You have been scheduled. Okay. So then I show up at the place. No one's there. So you went to rent a wreck. Okay. Nobody was there. Okay. Correct. Yep. Rent a hoopty. No one's there. So I just, board so i'm checking my email and then i see an email sent super early that says you must respond within 30 minutes or we'll cancel your appointment oh and you didn't catch that no because i got i did the email then i got the one back said you're scheduled and taking the bus how many times do you have to transfer to get to where you're going today 
That's a lot of transfers. I know you're a fan of the public transportation. So, so can we say hashtag waste of time? Yes. And it was cool because well, I almost turned into a supervillain. What did you do? Well, you know how supervillains, there's always something they get fed up and then finally something snaps. Right. Much like the Joker. Yes. So you were gonna you were gonna blow your shit over this whole deal. Yes. But how can you when it really was your own fault? No, it wasn't because if you get send the email and then you get a confirmation back, you're scheduled at that time. Why do I have to email? Why do I have to acknowledge another email? Because they sent one to you. Whether you agree with the process or not, that's their process, and you have to conform to what they're telling you. I can't, I can't believe you're going with the man. Typically, you're more of an independent thinker. Well, no, but I know there's procedures that have to be in place. And when you buck those procedures and you find yourself on what you say is screwed over, well, you're really not. You were told, hey, dude, respond to this, and you can come look at our rent wreck right? And I know the bus thing gets difficult for you transferring five, six times to get there, especially when you have to work at the food court, but you got to put this on. You got to take responsibility for this days. No, I, I refuse. Okay. So you're asking why I went to Arby's. Yes. So I'm driving back and I was going to go to Taco Bell, but then we had this powerful podcast to do. So the closer joint was Arby's, and that's why I went with Arby's. Okay, so it was just a convenience thing, nothing more, nothing less. Correct. Okay. Yeah, Arby's, they they got the beef, man. I mean, they do have good food on the expensive side for a fast food restaurant. They can get away, your tab can get away from you pretty quick, especially if you're the family of four. But they would rank as probably my top three fast food restaurants. I enjoy what? I enjoy the Arby's. So curly fries or potato cakes, potato cakes. I can't stand those curly fries. Hate them. I shouldn't say that. I've kind of, I've kind of grown to love them to be honest with you. So I, I would take either, either way, either. Can you have either as an answer? Do you have to man up and pick one? You pick one. I'd say the potato cake thing or hash brown thing, whatever it is. Powerful. So, Speaking of uh food, we enjoyed a movie and you enjoyed food at a food based cinema. Yeah, this one is uh a little different the way they do this. Um I've I've heard a lot about this place. I think it's a chain that comes out of Texas. That's uh they're not new, they've been around here in the metro now. Is that their only location, do we know? Right there? I believe so. In the Twin Cities. We enjoyed the movie Midsummer, the director's cut. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the movie theater, though. What'd you think of that? Uh, you've been there before, though, for a movie, haven't you? I have. I do not like the eating and the cinema experience. It sounds like something would be cool that, you know, you're eating and you're watching the movie, but I don't like it. I don't like the waiters running up and they're always ducking. And I don't like that there's a big table in front of you. For your food, you have to order and put flags up to flag them down. And then they always have fancier stuff than I want. I don't want to really eat a meal at a movie theater. I just want some snacks. 
Mm-hmm. And they had, they always have, like, they try to make everything gourmet and not everything has to be gourmet. Like, I got the pretzel, right? Mm-hmm. But then what comes with a pretzel typically? What do you think? What's your typical, what comes melted with a pretzel? Cheese, melted cheese. Correct. A little thing of, but they had to have this weird mustard sauce in one. Mm. And then the other one had this weird cheese sauce with other shit in there. When it's dark, you can't see what you're dipping into. So I didn't know if I was dipping into the weird mustard sauce or the weird. You know, Diggs, I I get where you're coming from. Do you notice how they kind of, when you go to a movie theater, it's standard that you get your popcorn, you get a pop, and maybe you get a thing of Jolly Ranchers. Did you notice how they hide all that? Because they don't want you to snack on that stuff because they don't want to ruin your appetite for the main food that they really want to serve you. There is no hint of popcorn or anything. It's like you're walking into a sports bar when you walk into the lobby of this place. And that kind of bothered me. I like to see my popcorn. I like to see the amount of butter they're putting on because I have somewhat control. I can say no more. I want more. They serve you the popcorn in the silver bowl kind of cool because it reminds you like family style at home but they just she kind of did you notice when she came it was kind of she just did it on the run on the fly and just dropped it yes it was like it was like no here you go thank you sir it was kind of like just raced on by and just dropped it like a frogman when they picked him up in that old movie you know had a speedboat and they dropped you and they had a speedboat that picked you up they never stopped and that's how it was um too much popcorn. I don't normally spend that much for popcorn. It wasn't like gourmet popcorn either. You had some of that popcorn. What were your thoughts on it? It was above average. It tastes like they had real butter on it. Well, I thought it was extremely salty. That was done deliberately because they the old trick. Let's get them to drink. And then they brought me my my lemonade in a glass. Okay, I don't like that at a movie theater setting. I want the plastic cup with the straw and the lid on it. And I want a monster cup too, that I can go refill on my own. And, uh, kind of an expensive, uh, even though we went on a, a typical Tuesday where the movie's five bucks, it's an expensive experience to go in and, and you have to have it all done by the waiter or whatever you want to call them movie hop or whatever it is. Um, and I, I just don't want to be bothered with all that pamperedness because I can get my own crap. Cause they're working for a tip then you're thinking now I got to tip this person. And it's really stuff I could just do myself. So I would not go back probably to that movie theater ever again. Now you're not a big tipper. I'm an average tipper. To me, there should be no tip for what they do. Why do you say that though? Because they do serve you probably walk further than the average waitress does at a restaurant. They had to go down those long, dark hallways to the kitchen to get you your pretzel with your subpar cheeses. Why don't they have powerful ushers anymore with flashlights? They've, and They've turned them into, oh, that's another thing too. I've never been yelled at by a movie theater, um, what do you call it, the beginning where you have, they have all the, the um, previews. The previews, but then at the end of it, Usually the guy from uh, the Oakdale theater gets on, he's real corny with his family, you know, and says some stupid things and enjoy the movie. This place, man, 
They scold you. Don't bring out your phone. Don't text. Don't talk, or you will get your ass kicked right out of this place. I'm like, whoa. You know, I <laughs> I kind of wanted to get kicked out after that. I'm like, fuck you. We should go there and get kicked out and videotape it. Put but it you get one. But yeah, you do viral. get one get warning. <laughs> you get one warning. Yeah, after and even that, you it, will be kicked out. Yeah, and even the the what are they called the waitron or whatever the dude is that came over. Mm-hmm. He's all explaining to me, you know, you you need to stop doing that when the you can do it in the previews, but when the movie comes on. Yeah, do we need to be told that? Yeah, dude, we get that, okay? You know? Yeah, so, it's almost like it's almost like going to a restaurant and you have to prepay. It's like back off, dude. Yeah. Well, obviously yeah, so they didn't, didn't know that they were experiencing the most powerful two podcasters in the world no no it's quite obvious but it was dark we were incognito a little bit but yeah i didn't like the being yelled at from the the movie theater uh clip you know the guy tried to do it in a creative way with a you know rhyming and stuff that was obnoxious if it would have been hands reach i probably would have strangled him um but i don't need to be yelled at i want to get my own popcorn it was expensive thank goodness it was a five dollar movie um yeah, so all in all, I've heard a lot about this theater, but you know, it's it, it, if you're into beer, craft beer, this would be the place to go. I don't know if you took time to look at that, Dags, their wall of beer that they had there. I mean, they had every beer imaginable. So I can see how it would be like for an upscale couple that wanted to go out and watch a movie, they'd go there and bang out a couple of craft beers probably before they get there. Yeah, how much are they dropping on that? Can you imagine yeah, the bill? But, but did you notice you could get that yourself? You could go up to the bar and order it and bring it in. Well, not my popcorn. No, 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 sir. We have to get that for you because they want to hide that popcorn because it's like, no, we want to charge them 15 for some tater tot bites, but not the nine for the popcorn. So, so all in all, I'd give that movie house probably a rating of about a six. Very clean. Um, I love the old movie posters as you walk up and down the, the halls to get to your, to your movie theater. Um, the staff was very, I thought very polite, and very, um, courteous and, and, uh, respectful, but Dags, tell me why you didn't think they deserved a tip. There's nothing personal, but just running, running out a pop or running out some popcorn. That's, you know what I mean? And it's a movie theater. You're not going there for a meal so you're not mentally planning to give a tip i guess right and um you know you see that i'm not a big tipper but did you notice the tip i left the uh, person last night i thought it was fairly large was it how much well i think you witnessed it firsthand didn't you my bill was uh well what would you tip my bill was 15 1550 for lemonade and a, and a pop. And there's no, when it came to popcorn, there was no decision process. This is what you're getting. This big giant bowl. Shut up. Take it. Boom. You know, it was $15.50. What would uh, Dags tip on $15.50? 18 I gave him a 20 and told him to keep the change. Powerful. Let's get into it. Midsummer, the director's cut. Your feelings, Johnny Rage. Well, not a new idea um, by any means, but also I think you said this yesterday. It wasn't another superhero movie, which was kind of refreshing. I've been kind of superheroed out from this point forward. 
Um, it was, um, well, Diggs, how much do you want me to say? It's been out for a while. It's not like this thing is a new release, so we could probably reveal more. And I wonder how it did in the box office, too. And uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it like an 88%. Um, it was enjoyable. It was very long. But did the length of it bother you? Were you get, It looked like you were getting a little antsy. You were shifting quite a bit. I know three hours, right? But did, did now did that bother you in its length? Yes, they could have cut out a lot. Okay, so did you have a hard time watching three hours of that same movie? Yes. Okay, I could tell because you were getting antsy, rolling, twitch, kind of like a little kid. Uh, well, how much longer until we get there, Dad? That's kind of like that's the look you had. You didn't say that, you know. Um, surprisingly, it didn't bother me because I was intrigued enough with the story that you kind of wanted to see more. And then you kind of wanted, where's this going to take us? How much sleeping did you do? Uh, <laughs> you didn't catch me, didn't you, Diggs? I was out for about, what, 40 seconds maybe at best? I, there there were some moments I required. But I told you, I'm a professional sleeper at movies. I know when you can sleep and then when you need to get up again. You know what they should okay? do for you? What? You know how they have that council chair now, that powerful captain's chair with the first of all i never know if i'm pressing legs up or down yeah and i didn't what i don't like in that one is like i said it's got that big food tray in the way get out of the way i don't want a food yep. tray but yep. for you they should have a way to to plug in your cpap machine <laughs> so when you're sleeping you can just kind of put your uh, and they could you know for nerds they could make it like a darth vader mask or or bane or something Batman. they could have tell a cool me. cpap mask yeah tell me i wasn't snoring was i a little bit okay um that's another thing too you bring up the, those chairs when you were in the total recline position didn't it feel like the back didn't go back far enough yeah, those chairs were not as powerful as other ones I've experienced. No, they they don't go back far enough. You're too upright. I mean, your legs are in perfect position, but your back, you're kind of kinked. You're kind of still too upright. I, I just did not care for that. How about a hammock? So, that would be the perfect way to watch it. And they kind of a swinging hammock. Yes. You know, where you could just shift back and forth. Or how about just a big, um, giant, um, what do you call those? big pillow things, but they're not pillows and bean they're full of, chair? yeah, just a big beanbag chair. Just lay out there. Everybody just lays down. Uh, girls kind of always bring, do you ever notice girls always bring a blanket with them to movies? I'm cold. Yeah. They always have that blanket with them. But yeah, so I, I again, a, a shot against the movie theater when it comes to the, to the chairs, but anyway, back to the movie midsummer. Um, it's funny because yesterday we were discussing what movie should we go to. And I always told you, I love the situation where people get caught in these unsuspecting situations with kind of some disturbing uh, situations. And it was definitely ranks up there as a disturbing movie. There's no doubt. Uh, a couple of the movies that it reminded me of while we were sitting there was uh, the green inferno. And also get out because get out the girl that brings uh, the gentleman back to her house to meet mom and dad is actually out recruiting. And she, she picks him 
for his eyes and brings them back. He's unsuspecting and he gets himself, of course, in that position. Remind me, get out. Remind me of the Green Inferno. A um, couple of movies you brought up too, Dags. Uh, Wicker which, Man. Yeah, Wicker Man. Um, the Lottery. Yeah, The Lottery, that story. Uh, I was going to say um, Hunger Games. A little bit like Hunger Games. I not see a that. Lot. I see that with the lady. Yeah. The lady barking uh, out orders. Yeah, exactly. So multiple movies, but yet it stood alone on its own. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, it was, it was gorier than I, is gorier? Is that a word? We'll use it here. It was. Al Gore like. It was gorier than I thought it was going to be. It starts out real sweet and real innocent. Isn't this fun? They're doing shrooms and they're all huggy wuggy, love well, each other. On. It didn't start out that way. It started out horribly. Well, it was kind of like two. It was kind of like two movies within a movie, though. Yeah, you did have. Yeah, it's kind of like a Full Metal Jacket when it started out with uh, mm-hmm. speaking of Joker, Private Pile, and Boot Camp, and then it switched to the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. So you're saying this started out with the first part of the movie. And then it segued into the second part of the movie. So that, right, first, that like, the first part yeah. was disturbing as hell, I thought. So, but, but, but when we were watching the first part of the movie, you're kind of like, okay, how does this connect? Because, I mean, when you always saw the previews, you saw them. It was like a Coke commercial. I like to teach the world to sing in perfect harmony. They're all flowers in their hair and they're dancing in the, in the uh, poppy poppy fields and and you're like okay how are they going to connect this you know that reminds me uh the video game far cry it reminds me of i could show you some clips from that what reminds you of that this movie did yes the video game far cry and also remind me of the manson family like i just saw that once upon a time in hollywood yeah and the manson family were hippies but then they're evil hippies right so you're you're right. It's kind of weird how it started out all peace and harmony, and then it transitioned into horror. Right, right. And there was a moment or two where the guy that brought the guy's name was Pila Pella. Um, this was his actual village that he grew up in, and it seems innocent enough that he had no intention of bringing harm to his friends. But as time goes on, you can tell no, this guy definitely went out and recruited them and brought them in for a specific reason. Um, but it wasn't, it didn't say that immediately. So that, so you kept watching in an unsuspecting manner as the people were They're like, okay, well, what's next? Maybe this is, it was a type of movie. It's like, oh, maybe nothing does happen to them. And then pretty soon you're like, oh shit. Well, maybe not all of them. And then pretty soon you're like, oh yeah, that's exactly what we thought was going to happen. Happened. I didn't like any of the characters. Like I didn't like I didn't like the main girl. That one kid was just a character of like the asshole American. And yeah. You know what he reminded me of a Toy Story. You know the kid on Toy Story. He's, yeah. He's like him yeah. personified. Yeah. Just a I, jerk, I, you know, doing everything and just over the top. I thought the acting from Christian was the worst. Um, I didn't think he acted very good, but man. How often, when was the last movie full on nudity happen like we saw in this movie yesterday? You saw the, usually the, the guy never has to expose everything. It's always the girl. This dude exposed everything. And 
I'm trying to think of a movie where I've seen that before. And other than the ones you download in an actual movie, where did you see that full frontal is what you're saying? Yeah. Full front from a guy. I mean, it's typical back in those eighties movies. You'd always catch a shot of a boob, you know? So, but when have you ever seen a frontal nudity before in a guy? What movie? It's been a while. Long time. So you have that aspect of it. Um, which some people might think is cutting edge. I mean, it's not nudity is not new, but it's been a long time. I've seen even a boob pop out in any of the movies that I've seen. So I was kind of taken aback by that a little bit. Like, wow. You know, um, wouldn't want to be watching that with, uh, parents or children or anything like that. I, I thought the movie started out really slow, but built over time kind of captivated me as if I was with them. And again, I was like, okay, is this going to be a good ending or a bad ending? Are three of them going to get away? None of them get away. And it slowly, slowly kind of takes you to the end. And, and, um, with its twisted diabolical plot and it's like, oh yeah, this, <laughs> so I, I, I thought it was very good actually. So I think there should have been more implied violence instead of the graphic violence. To me, they were showing a little too much gore. I would have liked rather implied horror instead of just seeing the graphicness kind of your mind kind of like Hitchcock where you imagine what's happening to them. Well, they did have a little bit of that. Remember the one dude that, um, peed on all the ancestors remains and they actually skinned them alive. Wasn't that freaky how they kept his skin, put a jousters hat on him and, 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 and put him into the, to the temple to burn. I thought when they were transporting him in the wheelbarrow, the way he was jiggling and you saw that stone cold face and the jester hat that, that is, that was pretty implied to me. I thought, you know, um, all of them, they, they kept the bodies and uh, the heads and, and made scarecrows out of them and then put them into that, uh, um, temple at the end. I thought that was kind of freaky. Yeah. But I'm saying it, they showed it instead of implying it, but they never really showed how they skinned that guy. The, 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 the one guy that beats the, the black dude over the head to knock him out. He's actually wearing the face of the kid they skinned, but they never showed that. So that was kind of implied. And then you see him as that jester. I thought that was creepy. The creepiest part of the movie is when they're wheelbarrowing them all to the temple as scarecrows. But here's my question, Diggs, about the movie. Each one of them kind of did something to seal their fate. The one kid peed on the uh, burial site of their ancestors. So he got skinned. The one guy was told, do not photograph. Kind of it was like their Bible, their scripture. He photographed it. Would that have happened? Would their fate, would that have happened to them if they didn't? do the things that, that they were supposed to do. an interesting point. It reminds me of um, Jeremiah Johnson when they told him not to go through the Indian burial grounds. He did and then ended up getting his family killed. So you're right. That is an interesting point. What would have happened to him? But you, th but you think... Yeah, because... I mean, it was all planned anyway. They had to do all the sacrifices, but it was, uh, it was interesting, yeah. Yeah, so... I mean, it's a question. I mean, obviously, I think the answer is they were doomed from the start. They were recruited. They were brought there for a purpose, and they didn't need them all. None of them were leaving that place. So, um, 
I enjoyed it. Three hours. I did fall asleep, and I only usually do that in movies I don't like. I did take my two-minute nap, but it woke me up again so that I could finish strong, and I did. And I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was good. So how many buggy wheels are you going to give this powerful film? Okay, I'm going to say I'm going to give that a three and a half. Three and a half buggy wheels. Three and a half. And I will give the movie three buggy wheels. Three. Okay. So, I mean, you liked it enough. Three is decent rating for it. I wonder what the actual, the regular cut would be like if I would have liked that better. Sure. It would have been shorter for sure. I did appreciate the cinematography, the colors, the saturation, the color is them mimicking, you know, referencing the Scandinavian art. I did like that. I liked all the artwork, but all the, the actual, some of the artwork is a little too literal and too giving stuff away like when they had the menstrual pie and they showed exactly how they do it. I think they could have hinted to that. That was a little too graphic how it came out. You could have hinted to it and still knew what the hell they were talking about. So that's when I talk about, you know, the, some of the murders are too graphic. I, I kind of like kind of uh, a horror where it's kind of implied and to me, that more of a mind fuck than an actual just a... It turns out they wanted it more of a mad slasher movie, I heard. And then and then he kind of tweaked it with their... He and the director had a bad personal relationship, so he kind of tweaked it, and that's how they got into it. Well, again, I don't think we're giving away too much because this movie's been out for a long time, but how graphic was it when the two people, the elders who outlive their prime, have to jump off a cliff and kill themselves and actually land on a kind of a, a design boulder to ensure that they do die. The one lady successfully plunges to her death. The one guy misses it, uh, totally annihilates his leg. So he's just screaming in pain. So they go over there with this big hammer and just blast him in the Thor's hammer. You talk about, talk about graphic. Oh my goodness. You know, and they just turn this face into mud, uh, into, into paste, both of them. How like how graphic it was when even when she jumped to her death and lands on that rock, splits her face wide open. It's like, oh my god, this is going to be a pretty that kind of set the tone for what we were going to get from that point. Forward. And it also, it also so, reminded me of Logan's Run, where he, what yeah, was the age there, like yeah, thirty two, and like, then you're dead. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't that. I thought it was thirty six, and you're done. You know, so. That's a good one, too. I forgot about that. Yeah. So multiple story plots kind of intertwined, making one in a creative fashion. Powerful. So do you recommend the film for The Flock of Amish? Well, if you're a moviegoer, yeah. I think it. Uh, if you enjoy movies and you don't care if they're horror, if you don't care if they're superhero, absolutely. Go see Midsummer. I don't know how much longer it's going to be out in the theaters. You're going to have to see it quickly, or, of course, you can go get it on your Redbox, I'm sure, too. But well worth uh, and you don't have to see the director's cut. I'm sure you can go see the two and a half hours. And I would say well worth the time to go see it. Yeah. And it definitely, uh, reminded me of seventies horror movies. Mm -hmm, Cause of the fact that there was nudity and graphic and all that stuff. No, actually, uh, seventies movies weren't graphic. They were more implied like, like the wicker man or something happens. Like there is the, when I talked about the, the Sentinel, I believe the name of that one was. Uh-huh. Just the seventies horrors movies. Do you remember the one where they get, they're driving around and they they run into some witches, and then at the end of the movie they get surrounded by a big circle of flames. It starred the guy uh, Sergeant Hulka from Stripes. 
But there was a ton of those, you know, when The Exorcist came out and then they had a ton of those kind of movies where they're more... Of the occult, of the occult type style Exactly, movie. yes, yeah. occult movies, yes. Yeah, unless not Mad Slasher. Yeah. I, see, I don't, I don't think you need all that graphicness. Sometimes it's all right, but a little, a little. You reach a point where if it doesn't shock you anymore, if everything is graphic, you know, it should be. You should boom, you hit a little bit. But if you keep going, like they had the bodies, and then they're uh, roasting them on the fire. But the, the difference with this story and how they killed people, it wasn't like a Halloween movie where it's you're slashed and you're dead. Okay, next person slashed and killed. This there was kind of a creative way for each one of them. You're kind of waiting to see, okay, well, how are they going to take this guy out? So that was kind of what kept me, in, uh, I was intrigued by that aspect of it. And probably the, the worst was Josh, I think his name was. And he early on wanted to leave the compound. He thought everybody was screwed up and, and he wanted to leave. And so he took off and they led you to believe this fell for it. We knew he didn't leave that place. And eventually the main character, Christian, finds him in the bird coop. And they actually dissected him from his, he's hanging like Superman, but they cut open the skin in his back to give him like wings. And then they actually pulled out his innards, but kept him alive. And they pulled, showed, pulled his lungs out. Yeah. Pulled his lungs out. And come to find out that was an old torture treatment that the Vikings used to actually do. So, and when you got in there, you, you said, is he still alive? Because you could see the, the lungs were pumping still. But they also were always on drugs, and so they, they always used the illusion that you felt like you were on drugs in that movie. And so everything was kind of moving. So you couldn't tell, well, was it the drugs or not? But um, with reading uh, some of the things about the movie, he was actually still alive in that position, which would be just <laughs> horrible. Johnny Rage, did you enjoy yourself phoning it in on the most powerful podcast ever created? Oh, oh excuse me. I fell asleep again. <laughs> Just like at a movie. I had an awesome time, Dave. And to our old listeners and our new listeners, until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amish Baby Machine Pop Culture Podcast. It is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and everywhere else fine podcasts are found. Please support our podcast through Patreon and shop our merch at AmishBabyMachine.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. This has been an Amish Baby Machine production.